Hi, you guys. So here I am, as I promised. I promised that I would share my story. I'm not really sure where to start, but I'm just going to start. Um, I grew up in a house of six people. Um, I had my biological brother, my biological sister, another biological sister, and the other two were my cousins. My aunt raised me. Um, it was six of us. And outside of that, I am the third oldest of nine kids. I am 28 currently. I'll be 29 in January 2021. And um, where do I begin? So when I graduated high school, I'll just start there. When I graduated high school, my dad came down from France and um, he came with my brother and he said, you know, I have to go back to France, stay with your brother for a little bit and, um, and um, you know, whatever. So I went to Perth Amber with my brother for about two weeks and then I went back home and my aunt was like, you know, you've been in your room all day. Why don't you uh, come hang out with the family? And I'm like, I'm okay, I'm tired, or whatever. So then my mom called me, and she's like, hey, you know, come down, hang out with me for my birthday. And so I told my aunt, I'm like, hey, I want to go hang out with my mom for her birthday. And she was like, you just got back home. You think you grown now? I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. So she, like, made this big ordeal. And um, my mom's husband came to pick me up. And after that... I got got my mom in Delaware at the time. So I got to Delaware and um, uh, what happened? I woke up the next morning and I got a voicemail from my aunt telling me that I'm not allowed to come back home. She said, you're not allowed to come back home. You didn't even call me. Let me know you made it there safely. You, you're like, you know what? Just pack your bags or whatever. Now, a little background story. Because my aunt had custody of me, I had a caseworker that worked with me from Dyfus until I was about 21. And I received a monthly check from them as well. So I had to inform my Dyfus worker that my aunt kicked me out the house and that I had to move to my mom in Delaware. Uh, during this time, I was talking to a guy. And he was... Um, you know, he lost some family or whatnot. And him and I are really good friends. And my mom's husband is, like, very controlling and, you know, just, just disrespectful. He doesn't respect women. And while I was living there, he um, was just, like, you know, I couldn't even sit on the porch. He'd be like, he'd be like, you know what? Come in the house. You're going to get shot. You got to get this. I was just like, you know, mom, I can't live here. So the guy that I was talking to, he was like, you know, you can come live with me. And at this time, I had got accepted into Felician University, a full scholarship, academic scholarship to this college, and uh, which is in Rutherford, New Jersey. And I got this scholarship, and I thought, all right, it's the summertime. I can just tell my mom I'm going to go stay with a friend until I, um, it's time for me to go to school because I can't be here anymore. Your husband's just too much for me. And so I left. So I went to go stay with this guy. Who, we were really good friends. Like, I knew him for a while. And we ended up dating. And then things just went left, you know? He became very controlling of me, very obsessive, very um, just in my business. You know, he broke my phone. He was, like, abusive. Uh, it was it was very scary, you guys. Um, and I never imagined myself being in a situation like that. 
and um I used to only time I was able to really get away was when I went to go like visit my brother and sister at college um but when I reached out to my family and let them know that you know I didn't want to be in this relationship with this guy and could I could I you know have their help I just felt like no help was available to me I felt very abandoned and alone that I didn't have a support system to back me up so um I, you know the summer was flying by and this guy's you know school starts in September and he's just like you're you're not you're not going to college you're not going there stay here with me live with me and I was just super scared you know I'm like my education is so important like how do you love me and you don't want me to to go to my college or whatever so um I, and when I say things were abusive, they were. Like, he was very, very controlling and abusive. I had no phone. I had no way of contacting people. So, um, one day I was with his mom and him. We were at Walmart. And he's just like, um, let's, uh, still, we'll stay in the car and I'll go in the store and I'll come back. And I remember this day so clearly. It was like pouring, raining. And, um, I'm sitting in the car and then he comes out with his sister. And he gets down on one knee and he's like, marry me. Now, mind you, the state of mind that I'm in, um, I'm, I'm like totally torn and I just felt bad. And I'm like, yes, I'll, I'll marry you because I'm living with him and I'm stuck with him. And I had no way out. I didn't feel like I had a way out. And um, I, I was like, yeah, all right, we're engaged, right? So... I then you know I got back home and he's like oh are you gonna call your family and tell them and I felt very controlled you guys and I already grew up in a shelter home where I didn't have any freedom or anything like that so this was all new I just like stepped into this trap hole that I didn't even know I was in and things just was like crazy so you know I had called my family told them that I was like you know engaged to this guy Clearly, I wasn't happy or anything like that. We got into a fight a couple days later, and I told him, like, listen, I'm not your fucking wife, right? So then he goes out one day, and he comes back with, like, bandages all over his arm and his face. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, are you okay? Like, like what happened? And let me tell you guys what this guy did. He went and got my name tattooed on his arm, got my initials tattooed on his eye, like, he it was just, I was like, oh, my God. Then I knew for a fact I really had to get away from him. So um, what I did was I, I, I found a way to, like, use a phone when he wasn't around from a neighbor. And I had my, um, I had, like, a, a, a worker, this lady, that helped me growing up. She was, like, my mentor. So I called her and I said, listen, I'm in this situation and I need to get out of it like ASAP. This guy is controlling my family, isn't helping me. And to give you guys a little background information, I did escape one time and I went to go to my aunt's house and I told her, hey, I wanna come to church with you, I'm coming over. I went there, I slept. And um, the next, that, that night, like maybe like three or four o'clock in the morning, um, the guy that I was dating, called my aunt told her that you know he was abusive told her some stories and my aunt woke me up and she was like you can't stay here i was a foster mom at this time 
She's like, you cannot stay here. You have to go. And I'm like, well, where am I going to go? I'm in an abusive relationship and I need to get out of it. Like, I'm, I'm here because I need help. And so she just was, wasn't hearing it. So I, I walked out. I walked out and I had a friend in high school who lived close by. And I was walking to my friend's house and my aunt pulled up. She said, Crystal, get in the car. Get in the car. Come back home. So as we driving back home, there was like a police officer parked on the side of the road. And she... Uh, was basically telling the officer, like, listen, my niece is in a domestic violence relationship and she wants to come back home and I'm not letting her stay home. And she's like, she needs to go back to where she came from. I'm like, how are you sending me back to this abusive relationship? And she's like, well, you're going to go back anyway and I don't want him coming here. I said, he doesn't even know where you live. So he had my number. I said, yeah, because all my shit is there. Like, like, can you just help me? Like, I'm trying to get my education. I'm going to start college soon. And she was like, no. So I, ha- I had nowhere else to go. So I had to end up going back to this guy who was a complete psycho, you know. We would even, like, go to Walmart, and we'll be in Walmart, and he'll take something, and he'll throw it on the floor, and he'll be like, go pick that up. And I'm like, what? He's, I like, you threw it. Go. He's like, can you just pick it up for me? And then I go pick it up and say there's, like, a guy worker in the store, and then he'd be like, oh, you want to fuck him or you want him? And I'm like, yo, you're, you're sick, you know, just always picking fights, super jealous, super controlling. Um, it was super scary it was like scary but you know what I, I, I didn't grow up with the example of what love was supposed to be like how someone is supposed to treat you how they're supposed to love you and cater to you so I I in a sense um uh, maybe subconsciously just accepted this you know and um so to fast forward um I called my mentor and she made a plan with me to come pick me up and take me into college and at this point I had already missed my first semester of college dealing with this fool and um but I was determined to go you know I'm like I, this can't be my life and it won't be my life so um she came one day and I tried to schedule around the time when I knew he wouldn't be home and this particular day as she was there he came and as I was like packing the car he's just like where are you going I'm like I'm leaving I'm going to college I'm starting my future I'm, I'm gonna I can't do this anymore and um <clears throat> he was not happy you guys at all like he took a knife and he was like had a knife to my neck and he's like you're not going anywhere and I'm like what the heck like I've got to call 911 you know so but my mentor she was like really really scared and um so I I managed to like defuse the fight a little bit and I escaped and I like jumped in the car and I was like when I get in the car pull off so I got in the car and we pulled off and he just started like running after the car and my heart was racing like never before I was so scared so 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 scared but I was also relieved that I got out of this situation out of this hellhole that I was in and I'm not gonna lie like I loved him because I'm a I'm an empath you guys and I have such a loving caring heart and I end up finding these damaged people that need my love and I I love them but they're already damaged and then they're damaged somehow controls me and I've been in a lot of domestic violence relationships and that is the very start of the first one that I was able to escape so I did escape I left I went to college and that is the start of my college um, adventure from there I you know was doing great you know things were good I was finally on the right track 
and um, you know, here comes the story of where I meet my twin's dad and how I became pregnant. And I will save that for the next episode. Thank you guys for listening. And please remember that me sharing my story is to inspire, to encourage, and to help those out there who feel afraid, who feel alone, who feel like they can't get out of a situation. Because as you get to hear my story and the things that I've been through and the type of people that I've dealt with, you will see how I was in a tunnel where I didn't see a light I knew it was there but I just didn't see it and I kind of now that I'm more awake and aware I know that I was just more so in survival mode and it's so important for parents to really take the time to educate their children about life outside of home and the things and the people that exist out there uh, because I was somebody for a very long time who just saw the good in anybody and everybody and I thought that I could help people not knowing how lost and damaged I was on the inside myself so that's the first part of my story Um, continue to be inspired by me I thank you guys who listen for your support and I'm, I'm, I'm happy to have it so thank you very much And if you hear the water in the background, I took a hike and I am sitting by the ocean right now. And the ocean sounds so beautiful and I love the view. Take care.